0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
4: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like.
0: Ah, You yell back at your radio.
5: What are you talking talking? about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet
1: to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's midday madness on the fan.
0: With Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
4: Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness. The name couldn't be any more appropriate than it is today after the Stephon Gilmore fiasco. Th- this is what I I want to know. Just real simple. I'm gonna give you the phone numbers after I ask the question because I think. And maybe you'll disagree, but I think the Packers are the most frustrating organization in the state of Wisconsin to follow. I think they are. I mean, you could talk about the Badger football program right now, for sure. You could talk about the Badger basketball program with Greg Gard. Did you see the preseason predictions for the Big Ten college basketball? They're predicted like 10th, 10th, 10th in the Big Ten. Not 10th in the country, 10th in the Big Ten. Nobody thinks they're going to be any good. So you could say Badger basketball. You could say Badger football. You could probably get down with Marquette basketball considering how bad of a job Wojo did when he was the head coach at Marquette. At least they got Shaka Smart now, so I feel better about that. But that has been a mess ever since Buzz Williams left. So you could say Marquette basketball belongs in there. You could say the Bucs, but that's over. They won a championship. So in my opinion, you can push that whole conversation aside. Brewers baseball, maybe it's frustrating that they can't close. Maybe it's frustrating that they can't get to a World Series. You had Fielder. You had Braun. You had Hardy. You had Hart. You had Weeks. You had Sabathia. You had Grinky, You had all of these players, and you were never able to get to a World Series with that group. Now, another group of players, your fourth year now, going to be in the playoffs in a row, franchise record, obviously, the golden era of Brewers baseball, whatever you want to call it. And here we sit again looking at this team going, all right, this is the year. This is the year they're going to bust through, get to the World Series, and and maybe win one. So maybe there's some frustration there with you. I know some of you get frustrated with Craig Council and so forth. So maybe the Brewers are frustrating. It's the Packers for me. I mean, i it's not even close. And yes, they won a Super Bowl with Brett. Yes, they won a Super Bowl uh, with Ted Thompson. Fine. But if you think back to all the guys they coulda, woulda, shoulda had at the end of the day and where this thing coulda been. I mean, for instance, let's rewind all the way back to when Leroy Butler was there. All the way back. They win a Super Bowl. They go to a second Super Bowl. They lose. Ah, no big deal. Still got everybody in place. Then Holmgren goes, "Yeah, well, yeah, I I want to have more of the say in the show. I don't want to just be a coach." See, so, yeah, got a lot of money, ton of money from Seattle. Be president, old deal. Out he goes. And then what was it? A year later, two years later, Rod Wolf says, "Yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore." Uh, Bob, you should make Mike Sherman GM and uh, head coach. I think it was two years later, because they brought Rhodes in. That didn't work. Uh, And then they went uh, with Sherman, and Sherman had the job. So then Sherman gets to become general manager and head coach. If Holmgren had known that Wolf was only going to be there for another year or two, Holmgren probably, don't know for sure, Probably would have stayed knowing he would have had a chance to run the Green Bay Packers when it had to move, when it had to do any of that stuff. Probably could have gave him a bunch of money on top of it to do everything and would have had his dream come true in Green Bay versus having to leave. And who knows how different Packers history is if that scenario plays out. No idea. So that was was the first crazy part of it. Then fast forward to the Marshawn Lynch deal that never happened. The Randy Moss deal that never happened. As far as we know, Rainbows want to play with Brett. Lynch wanted to play in Green Bay. Again, not scenarios in which everybody's saying, oh, this guy to Green Bay, that's obvious. You actually have players wanting to be here that you couldn't get a deal done with. Or for, for whatever the reasons that you had in the organization. You screwed both of them up. Both of them went on to have big-time careers after that. Could I had both of them for relatively nothing. Moss, I think, it was a second. Which would have cost you A.J. Hogg? Whoop-de-doo. And now you fast forward to what's going on now. All the way up to Aaron Rodgers talking about how, oh, you don't listen to me. Oh, you don't keep the players long enough. Oh, we could have won more had you just listened. Get me Randall Cobb. Fine. Get him Randall Cobb. And at that point, I realize, hey, hey, Packer Way is dead. It's over. It's all done. Leroy said the same thing. Done. You give in to this dude, it's over. Fine. So as the day is progressing and we're doing the Wendy's big show on Twitter and people are going, Sparky, come on. This organization does not do what you're saying they're going to do. Like, don't buy into it. The Packers don't go get big-name players. It's not something they do. you're, you're, You're being foolish. It's not the Packer way. I'm tweeting back at people during the show. Hey, before, no player could have demanded a team trade for another player, and the team actually would have listened and did what they were demanded to do by that star player. That didn't happen before in Packer history. Not to my knowledge. I don't remember everybody, anybody ever demanding Lombardi go get somebody, otherwise they weren't playing. Nope. Don't remember that happening to Holmgren. Don't remember that happening to McCarthy and Ted. Nope, nobody else. But Goody gave in. Fine. My quarterback's not ready. We'll trade for Randall Cobb. Cobb comes up big, couple of touchdowns, plays really well. And now here you sit with what we believe is a Super Bowl caliber roster, if healthy, everything in place. Bakhtiari will be coming back in a couple weeks. Jenkins will be coming back. Offensive line's playing out of their mind right now good. Way better than anybody thought. So they're doing good. Devontae Adams is having a career year. He's doing well. The running backs look good. Dylan busts out this last week. Everything's lining up. The one little fly in the ointment that we don't know about is the cornerback position. How long is Jair Alexander going to be out? Hmm? And even if Jair Alexander isn't out-out for a long time, it's still Jair, Kevin King, and Stokes. Stokes, who looks better than King already. You had a chance at a pro Bowl all-pro player for a sixth, 5th, whatever it was, to bring him in here to upgrade you over Kevin King. Even if Alexander is healthy and playing, and with Stokes healthy and playing, you're a better football team with him on your roster than you are with him on somebody else's roster. They have to be the most frustrating team to follow as a sports fan. Maybe you disagree. Maybe it's somebody else for you, but that's what I want to know. Who's the most frustrating team for you as a fan that you follow and that you like? Who's the most frustrating for a team that you follow as a fan in the state of Wisconsin? Or maybe not. Maybe you're a fan of somebody else uh, that a lot of us aren't. Uh, And this team frustrates you as a fan following them. Because I know for sure Plucker probably gets beyond frustrated with the Lions being a Lions fan. Or Rami being a Bears fan. I'm sure that's beyond frustrating. But aren't the Packers the most frustrating team at this point? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM the fan or at Sparky Radio. That's it. Simple question. Nobody's going to be wrong because it's your frustration level. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, you're wrong, Joe and Mosquito." Uh, no, they're they're not frustrated. No. Because some people are going to be bigger Badger fans than maybe they are Packer fans or bigger Brewer fans than they are Packer fans or whatever. Maybe you get frustrated by, you know, the Milwaukee Wave, who, by the way, congratulations, they're back in play again uh, for the upcoming season. So that's good to see the Milwaukee Wave back in play. Who's the most frustrating team for you? 414 799 1250. Mike the Painter, you're up first on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Mike?
2: Hey, thanks, Sparky. It's got to be the Packers. You just rattled off those, all the reasons. Why do you not go after a guy that's going to make your team better? He says upgrade from King. He's an upgrade from Stokes because Stokes is a rookie. It's, yep. It, it's so, it's so frustrating. And they're draft picks. They're not asking for you know a whole farm system like
4: they would in baseball. They're not you even know? first. Yeah. They're not first day yeah, draft exactly. picks. They're not second day draft picks. Right. They're third day late draft picks. Even if it was a first
2: day draft pick, then guys are a Pro Bowl or All Pro, he's gonna make your team better. You're not gonna have to wait for a guy to get better, right? Like a Stokes. Yep. So yeah, and you want to go all in and you're a Super Bowl contender. That's the type of moves you need to make, and that's why it's so frustrating being a Packer fan because when those guys are sitting there, you don't go out and do it.
4: Again, I don't even want to be in the same room right now. If I'm Coons with Rogers or Devontae Adams, <laughs> right? I, I don't like. I'm not even. I'm going to avoid them at all costs for quite some time. Like, oh my god!
2: Oh, yeah, that's,
4: I, I just can't. I, I just
2: do not want to see the end of the year because that's going to be frustrating. Seeing you know if those guys stay or go, it. it's going to be frustrating.
4: Yep, Mike. Thanks for the call. Telling you right now, if they don't win the Super Bowl. That's going to be the only way that anybody's staying. If they don't win the Super Bowl, you mark my words, this day today will come up from Rodgers and from Adams when they go to talk contract. And they go to talk about whether or not we're staying or not. That that's This is going to come up today. Mark it down. What is today? October 6th? Today is the day that's going to come up going forward. October 6th. And then Greg Bedard, if you missed the interview, we'll play that for you coming up. Greg Bedard let off the last hour of this big show and talked about the fact that there was no offer made by the Packers. Not one trade offer. Mm -mm, Nothing. Not a seven. Nothing. The only team to make a trade offer was the Carolina Panthers. Apparently, everybody else just figured, well, nobody's going to offer a trade for this dude. He's on the pup list. We'll just wait and pick him up in free agency. Whoa. Panthers got him for a sixth in 2023. See, it, it, and again, if they come out and have the guts to say, "Well, we 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 don't know about the medicals." Man, you need to stop. Cuz you've been in that front office the entire time Ted Thompson was there. Y'all were drafting her players year after year after year. And then they got hurt in the pros year after year after year. And now you're going to come telling me about you don't know about his medicals when the dude has proven in the NFL he's a star player? Meanwhile, these other college dudes haven't proven anything in the NFL other than they've been hurt in college. You draft them anyhow. That, that, nope. Dan in Waukesha, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Are the Packers the most frustrating team for you to follow as a fan?
2: Uh, dude, I'd have to go with the Lions, man. Watching their games and having a wife who is a Lions fan, it's 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 devastating to hear their losses, you know, week after week when they do happen. So I'd I'd have to say that the Lions are. Uh, but on the on the topic of Stefan Gilmore, like at that time he signed like a really big contract, and I probably should have looked this up before. Before I called, but could the Packers even afforded yeah. him in oh, a yeah.
4: Do you know what? Oh. He would have counted about $5.8 against their cap, in which they have about seven and some change under the cap. So, yes. Oh,
2: wow. All right. Yeah, totally. Then, yeah, yeah, they totally uh, botched this.
4: Yeah, do you remember when Gilmore signed the Patriots? Everybody was shocked because they signed a star player. Because the Patriots, oh, yeah. for the longest time, were like the Packers. They only took guys on the cheap, one-year deals, weren't committing long-term money to anybody. And when they got Gilmore, everybody shook their head and said, what is going on in New England? Well, what was going on was they were going to make one last push with Brady because Belichick knew when that deal was done, they were going to be done with Tom Brady.
2: When's the last time uh, Green Bay actually you know, held one of their star corners?
4: Right. <laughs> safeties, for that matter. Yes. I mean, it's just crazy. Thanks for the call. And the Packers got Rajul Douglas, cornerback, in case you missed it. They put out that press release just before the end of the big show. Comical. I just started laughing. So then Plucker, Dan Plucker, our executive producer on that show and this show, he reads out uh, right off a stat from Pro Football Focus to Leroy Butler. Zach Cruz, who's a a really good follow uh, on Twitter, if you don't, managing editor and writer for uh, the Packers Wire, tweets this out new Packers quarterback Rajul Douglas has played at least 400 snaps in each of the last four seasons including over 800 last year in Carolina but since 2019 he's allowed eight touchdown passes with zero interceptions quarterbacks when throwing at anybody that Rajul Douglas is covering have a passer rating over a hundred when Rajul Douglas is covering them translation he stinks there's your translation. Did I sum it up about right Plucker? Translation, he stinks? Would that be right based on those numbers?
0: Yeah, based on those numbers. In case you don't he's know. He's not a very good corner. In
4: case you don't know what the numbers mean. He stinks. Mm, stinks. But but hey, we got him. We got him, and maybe he's healthy and can play right away. He's got to be healthy. He's been sitting on the practice squad for the Cardinals. Not playing. Practice well, squad. The good
0: news is, good news out of Green Bay, Kevin King is practicing today, so he is back from his concussion. That's from Tom Silverstein.
4: Whoopee! I made my day. Not at all. Whatever. I mean, that's great. I mean, I'm glad he's back. And Rajul Douglas is wearing 28, according to Tom Silverstein. He's already there and on the field. That's why they didn't go get Gilmore. They already told Rajul Douglas he was going to be a Packer. They couldn't go back on their word plucker. That dude was in Green Bay. That deal was done, I bet you. He was sitting there waiting to go practice, and everybody's talking about, oh, the Packers are going to go get this dude. They had no intention. None. And I, I, I don't know where all this started or came from. That dude was there. If that dude's on the field right now. That dude was there. Obviously. This whole time. Hey, man. Made a commitment to Rajul Douglas. What am I going to do? What am I going to do, 12? We told we told Rajul Douglas he was going to be a Packer. Flew him all the way out here. Put him in a hotel. Whole deal. Like, we, we would waste a lot of money doing that, wasted his time. We would have had a bad relationship with his agent because we would have screwed over his player that we told we were going to sign him. Like That's just a bad look, man. I mean, I know you wanted Gilmore, but psh, a lot of bridges to burn just to, to get one player. And we got a Super Bowl roster. Kevin King's back, man. You should be happy 12. We're good. We're good. he like 6'2", big player. Like, you'll like him. You'll see. You'll, you'll forget all about Stephon Gilmore. Ah. Don't worry, you'll settle down. You'll be okay. Did you see who's not practicing today for the Packers? Matt Schneiderman. See this? Jair Alexander's not practicing. No shocker, right? Plucker, no big deal. Uh, left tackle, left guard, Elton Jenkins not practicing today. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, Josh Myers, uh, not practicing for the Green Bay Packers, but rehabbing with Elton Jenkins. Alexander's not even there. Uh, Kevin King and Chris Barnes returned. Uh, to practice, we knew about Kevin King. Chris Barnes also back at practice, so that's good. When do you think I'll calm down? When do you? When do you think that's going to happen? I, I wonder how many hours or days it's going to take for me to cool off a little bit. I think I'm I'm so mad and frustrated by this because it happens time after time after time after time. It doesn't matter who the general manager is. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. It always, always goes the same way. We get our hopes up, and then the bubble gets bursted every single time. Thought it was going to be different this time. Why? Because it's the last dance, last chance to get Rodgers and Adams and yourself a Super Bowl ring. Might be the only opportunity Matt LaFleur gets to win a Super Bowl ring. Might be the only opportunity Brian Goodikens gets to win himself a Super Bowl ring. Because once Rodgers goes by the door and toodles, you may never get another chance at this. Because we don't know how good Jordan Love is going to be. I think he'll be okay. but is, Will okay be good enough? Uh, who knows? So frustrating. i just beyond mad by the way this whole thing played out. And then to find out you don't even make a freaking offer for the guy? Not even an offer. Like, you didn't even call. But now seeing that Rajul Douglas is on the field, I'm telling you, these fools had no intention, none, of bringing that dude in. Not a, not an intention in the world. I, I just. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from Greg Bedard, founder editor of BostonSportsJournal.com. If you missed it, trust me, you will want to stay and listen to it because he says more than what I just brought up. This is going to irritate you probably even more. That's next, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Hot and fresh. That was earlier when we had Greg Bedard on Sparky's Midday Madness. Now see Sparky Fiverr with you. Greg Bedard will play that back for you here momentarily. First, let me tell you about my friends over at Q Club of Wisconsin. Football season is in full swing and playoff baseball is starting, and the place to catch all the games while creating your own sporting action is Q Club of Wisconsin. Not only do they have plenty of TVs to watch the games on, but you can play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room while enjoying awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. with all the extras visit their facebook page or check them out at q club of WI.com. q that's c-u-e club of wi.com for menu and updates q club of wisconsin north grandview boulevard in waukesha all right so if you're just tuning in stefan gilmore who pro bowl all pro corner has been on the pup list uh so far for the new england patriots wants an extension wants a new deal uh, through all this, they're not going to give them one, so uh, they leak out. I think it was to Schefter earlier today on ESPN the Troll uh, that uh, they're going to they're going to release them today. And once that happens, the thought was based on everybody else's reporting: Greg Bedard, uh, Ian Rabelport, Albert Breer, all these guys uh, saying that. Well, that just is them telling everybody: if you want it before we cut them, you better come with a trade offer. Because we'd rather obviously trade them than just release them. That's why they leak it the way they did. Fine. Then come reports after that uh, that the Packers were seen as the favorite to get them. Heavy favorite is what how Greg Bedard put it. Albert Breer was on uh, the Sports Hub uh, out in Boston. Uh, and he told those guys on the Sports Hub, we played the audio a little bit earlier, that, yeah, you know he wants to go to Green Bay. Several Packer players, he said several Packer players, reach out to Gilmore, you know, recruiting him to come to Green Bay, and he was down for it. Like, yeah, sure, I'll be a Packer, let's go. He was ready. So they said he was going to be a Packer too. Then, minutes before the official word came from Tom Pellicero of NFL Network, Greg Bedard had tweeted out that, Based on everything he's hearing, it doesn't look like there's going to be a trade because apparently there was no offers or whatever. Uh, And it looks like that he'll be granted his release, and he's going to sign with the Packers. That's how this is going to play out. Just a few minutes later, Tom Palacero, NFL Network, tweets out that, indeed, they did get an offer. It's the Carolina Panthers for a sixth-round pick in 2023. And Gilmore, on the last year of his deal, now is headed – to the Carolina Panthers. He can now play until week seven because he's on a pup list through week six, but that's how this whole thing is going to play out. So if you didn't hear about what was going on Stephon Gilmore, that's the summary. Now, having said that, Greg Bedard, uh, founder and editor of the BostonSportsJournal.com website, great website. If you're any type of Boston fan, I'm sure you already are subscribed to and follow that site. He's got a host of great writers working for him. Uh, he came on the Wendy's Big Show. Uh, And talked about this whole thing and how it's, you know, I just brought up to him to start off the interview like, man, you have had yourself a crazy day. And that is not it because I typed in the wrong number, I think. Uh, Hold on one second here, folks. I'm just trying to see what I did wrong. One second. And I don't know what I did. Nope. I don't know what I did over here, Plucker. I did something wrong. See, this is what happens when you have live radio and I can't get to it. 12 minutes and 19 seconds. Is that right, Plucker? Because I heard horns like it was Ryan Wood on. Give me one second. Okay. Thank you very much. So he's going to figure out what all went wrong there. This is what happens when you use computers uh, and live radio. But either way, we'll play Greg Bedard here for you momentarily while Plucker gets this all figured out. And... Uh, Bedard comes on and you'll hear him uh, in the interview kind of talk about the whole process. And he brings up a name that's in the new England front office that used to be in the Packer front office. And pretty much hints at the fact of like, there's there can't be a way that the Packers didn't know what was going on or didn't have any Intel as to what was going on. uh, Obviously provided provided uh, that relationships are still intact between this person in new England and Uh, the Packers for an office. But either way, at the end of the day, I still would love to know what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are saying about this. Because when Gilmore put out an Instagram post earlier today, Devontae Adams was like the second guy that posted and said, call me. Like the second dude that posts after he put out this Instagram post. And then, as Gary Ellerson pointed out in the Wendy's Big Show, several other current and former players uh, reached out for Gilmore to call them as well. So everybody was lobbying and trying to recruit find Gilmore. But according to all reports, Green Bay was the place. Now, Carolina, he does have ties. From there, played at South Carolina. So makes sense uh, that he would be okay and sign off on going back to uh, play for the Carolina Panthers. So that's how this all kind of plays in uh, with each other. And why, seemingly, it's okay. Because it kind of feels like he had some type of leverage in all of this through his agent um, as far as where he wanted to go. (sighs) Let's see. Mark uh, tweets at Sparky Radio. Let's see. One of the best defensive coaches in the league, Belichick. Uh, Let's the guy go for a sixth-round pick. What does Bill know that others don't know about Gilmore? Give Goody the benefit of the doubt. Mark, they were getting rid of him because they didn't want to pay him a huge extension. That's all. That was the reason. He's got a rookie quarterback. He doesn't have Tom Brady. Maybe he thinks he's going to go compete for a Super Bowl next year. I doubt it. But maybe... I don't think this has anything to do with him thinking Gilmore's done. He sucks. One team made an offer for this dude. One. Could be for numerous reasons. Could be they wanted to see the medicals on him because he's on the pup list. Just like if somebody wanted to trade for David Bakhtiari, they'd want to see the medicals and see where the healing process is with his knee. So maybe that's the issue with Gilmore's quad. Maybe the Patriots didn't want to give up the medicals, and that's why they only got one trade offer for him, that being a sixth-round pick. Maybe that was the holdup. Maybe he's not as healthy as he's telling people. Who knows? We're going to find out come week seven if he's on the field or not. Because now he's going to be a member of the Carolina Panthers. He's going to get two weeks, two weeks to prepare for this. To get back on the field if he is healthy. So we'll see. Uh, We all said over there, Plucker with uh, Greg Bedard? Yes, it is in one. It is in one now. Was that my fault or did I screw something up? I have no idea. I fixed it, whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. Um. I heard the horns, and those horns usually mean that it's Ryan Wood, normally, that open uh, for Ryan Wood. but Again, working with computers, that's how this goes. All right, so here we go again. We're going to try this again. Uh, Here is uh, our guy, Greg Bedard, uh, from uh, the BostonSportsJournal.com website that he created. And we talked about his kind of crazy day that he's had so far.
1: It's been, let's say, about a crazy three or four days between... Brady's return to New England. I oh, was yeah. at Fenway last mm-hmm. night for that. Then I wake up to this morning about to a text from a league source saying like Gilmore's going to the Packers, and uh, then it then it was a topsy turvy day. And you kind of sometimes you get these days in the NFL.
4: What happened? How is he not a member of the Packers? Because again, as a fan, you see a sixth round pick in 2023, and you just want to absolutely scream your head off as a Packer fan, going, "You have got to be kidding me."
1: I think, and I don't know this because I don't know the complete details of the negotiation, but the return, and also what I'm hearing from league sources, is that uh, the Packers ended up not making an offer. Ah!
4: So I oh, I'm done.
1: I'm done. What do you mean they didn't make an offer? I mean, Gilmore was definitely, Gilmore was definitely open to playing there. I mean, that's why, you know, I, I talked to a league source who was involved in the, in the contract negotiations, who thought his team was out this morning. And it, you know where the Patriots were initially offering. Uh, they thought, okay, that it's gonna it's gonna end up it's gonna end up being a release, and that he's gonna sign with the Packers, where he was being recruited by a few players, and he definitely Stefan definitely wanted to play there. And then maybe the Packers sat back and just rested on that. They're like, well, nobody's gonna meet those demands. Well, at some point in time, the Patriots decided to take whatever deal they had. And, and my read on it, from talking to all involved, it was the only offer that they had. And so they took it. And Stefan Gilmore, being from Rock Hill, South Carolina, right down the road from, uh, from the Panthers, that was one of his other preferred destinations. And so when, uh, when it came time for the trade, because you know, players can always control where they go by saying, I'm not going to report there or I'm going to retire or whatever, uh, when Stephon Gilmore was told that the uh, that the Patriots were had a deal for him, he was like, "All right, let's go."
3: So, clean it up, Greg. Probably you're probably going to hurt me even more. So, is there any talk of an extension with this deal to Carolina with with, with Gilmore? I'm
1: talking to someone a league source who is intimately involved and knows the details of these negotiations. Stefan Gilmore will not be receiving a bump in pay or a contract extension uh, with the Panthers. Now, could he could he reach agreement at some point in time and and you know po- probably this offseason? Yeah. And I think that's what Stefan Gilmore wanted. He wanted a team why he's not in New England playing on the same deal and why he's someplace else is because the the Patriots were not willing to do an extension for him after the season, and he wanted to go somewhere that was open to that. And as far as I know, Gary, uh, from what I've been told, Stefan Gilmore, no bump, no extension, just the seven million dollars for this year.
0: Greg, how you doing, it's Leroy Butler? I was wondering, as the package was like seven point nine eight million dollars a cap. Did money have anything to do with it? Why they didn't make an offer? Because that would eat up most of their cap if he was
2: old, like $5.7 million, give or take.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they could have done, you know, anything. I, I'm not up on the packers cast situation. I don't know yeah, if they could have yeah. really restructured right, right. Aaron or Devontae or somebody, you know, Aaron, Aaron Jones. I don't, I don't know what they could have done. I assume they could have done something to create more cap space. Leroy, right from, you know, covering this league for two decades, when somebody uses cap as an, as an excuse, it's just an excuse.
3: Exactly. Yeah,
4: yeah I agree with that. Yeah. Talking yeah, with Greg Bedard. What Kansas City did, right? You can do whatever you want. Talking with Greg Bedard, founder and editor of BostonSportsJournal.com, uh, dot com, a, a great website. Follow him on Twitter at Greg A Bedard. So the Patriots got a 2023 sixth rounder for Stephon Gilmore, even though he's on the PUP list, he can't play for two more weeks. I understand all of that. I can't imagine Patriots fans are understanding of what the heck is going on right now.
1: Well, it depends what Patriots fans you're talking about. Are you talking about the footy pajama? We believe in Bill. Bill does no wrong crowd. <laughs> they think this was great. Are you talking about realist Patriots fans? They should be horrified by this. There, There is no reason why Stephon Gilmore should be playing for the Carolina Panthers this year for the same salary that he was due to play in New England. Furthermore, the biggest error in all of this is that the Patriots did not trade Stefan Gilmore at the trade deadline. When you knew it was a loss season, you knew they had given him an advance, you knew that he was going to want money the next year. Stefan Gilmore put his house on the market here before leading up to the trade deadline, like the week of the trade deadline, anticipating that he was going to be dealt. The Patriots didn't do it for whatever reason. They thought it wasn't enough. I don't, I don't know the reason. But they held on to him, he got hurt, and and I'm sorry, that is part of the calculations when you hold on to a player. He got hurt, he killed any trade value that he would have this offseason, the Patriots stuck themselves in this mess, and now they're lacking a number one corner. They are ultra-thin at cornerback. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a complete debacle for the Patriots. One of many in the last few years personnel-wise.
3: Well, and I can't make sense of that and i don't know if you can make sense of this i mean aaron Rodgers renegotiated his contract pretty much they're talking last dance and all this crap so you, you yep. figure <laughs> this may be rogers last year and they go out and bring uh who's the little receiver they bring in a randall cobb mm-hmm. because rogers wanted them and then you and if this is all in for the green bay packers I, I, this doesn't make sense to me is and why they could not do a six round pick 2023 and you've got a hall of fame quarterback who may be not back next year you've got a quarterback in Jair Alexander that possibly could be out two to four weeks your other starter is a rookie I mean it just all made perfect sense why couldn't you go all in with this guy, and it's only going to cost you a six-round pick in 2023?
1: It's a uh, it, it, it's a great question, Gary. Now, I will give – let me give you a little context Please. Uh, for the Packers and Please. why they might have balked at this. Um, there's always been a question, and including – and this goes with the Patriots and, and whether or not they were going to um, – whether they were going to come to some sort of deal with Stephon Gilmore, whether the player or not. The last time he was seen on a field, he tore his quad, and he was not playing at the defensive player of the year level. Now, and, and I've always, my stance on the whole Stephon Gilmore thing, as far as the Patriots have gone this off season, is I am not giving Stephon Gilmore one red cent unless he proves that he is healthy, mm-hmm. and and it, look, maybe maybe the maybe the Packers wanted to see medical, maybe they wanted a visit. I I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but maybe they just weren't comfortable giving any compensation, agreeing to anything without Stephon Gilmore. Remember, he's still on the physically unable to perform. Right. This mm-hmm. is as of right now, as far as the NFL is concerned, he has not passed his physical, and so like I don't ultimately mind. Uh, you know, the Packers passing on this if they weren't coming to any sort of agreement.
4: But, Greg, it's it's comical. It's comical to a certain degree because this team does nothing but draft-hurt players year in and year out out of college. Then they get to the Packers, and then they get hurt in their career with the Packers, and everybody goes, well, I didn't see that coming. Everybody saw that coming. Kevin
3: King's been hurt forever. That's
4: another one. You can go down the line of guys that were hurt in college that were hurt in the pros with the Packers, Justin Harrell
3: was hurt, too, forever. Kamal Martin. He was in a grocery store and I expected to get drafted. Kamal Martin's been hurt forever. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Not even here. I'm Did not... we spend a six round pick on a punter?
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. He's gone too. He's
4: <laughs> the
1: also Patriots gone. Patriots drafted a kicker who they cut out of training camp with a fifth round pick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, that see, That's pretty but good See, though. Greg, here's the deal. <laughs> That's pretty here's bad. the deal, Greg. <laughs> the hoodies got what, six, seven Super Bowls? A few. Uh huh. And we sitting on one.
1: Yeah.
3: With Rogers. This is true.
1: Oh, what what did Ron Wolf say? Fart in the wind, farting
3: the wind. Yeah. yeah, what it feels That's like. That's exactly. Leroy. You know what that Can smell like. we get like. to
1: some Tom Brady talk? Well, hurry up. We got two by minutes. left. Way, by the way, they, the, the Packers had all the in they needed here. Elliot Wolf's like one of the top personnel chiefs here, so it's not yep. like the Packers would have been out of the loop on any of this. Elliot Wolf's here. I see Ron Wolf was at training camp almost every week. Like they had. It's not for a lack of intel and not knowing exactly. the thinking of the Patriots. That's you
3: mean yeah. to tell me Elliot Wolf know. is in New England and Goodakus? Yeah. Well, you know, see now that that's a whole different story. That's a whole so we'll see, whole different story, Greg. On to
2: know well, well, I
3: don't I know, know because has. Elliot Wolf basically got pushed out for Brian well, Good. That that is also true. And Maybe Ron Wolf was none there. too not happy. happy. Not happy. Not yep. happy. So there might be some bad blood still there. Might be, might
4: Greg, be. Greg, thanks though. for coming on, man, with all these conspiracy theories. Hey, hey man.
3: Greg, real quick before, no, time, man. before we let you get going, Greg, I, I get. Do you remember when we cooked that 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 piece of meat for oh. Leroy at the house, and we got all mad? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> no, you don't remember good, that. Man. The, the beef tenderloin. Has
1: meat like Wisconsin. I can tell you that
3: one. We <laughs> had a LaVoy beef tenderloin. Nobody messes it up like Lebron. Nobody messes it up like Lebron. <laughs> <laughs> we had a beef tenderloin, medium rare, ready to go. Okay, this boy then went and took it the meat, the, the, the tenderloin off the grill and put it in the oven, and it was yeah. a hockey puck. I
0: just want to make sure. You put it, was it done. in the oven. Yeah. Hey, man, these guys like raw meat. They need to be on The Walking Dead to they, eat some of the dead people.
1: the Lambo leap from him
4: for that <laughs> movie <laughs> There you go. Greg Bedard, again, founder and editor of BostonSportsJournal.com, joining us, and it is really, really good. He is so good. Follow him on Twitter, uh, at Greg A. Bedard. Uh, okay. Uh, earlier in the show, in, in, in the big show, Plucker was talking about something about Rob Domofsky, and I never, or we, uh, never went back uh, over uh, to Plucker to talk about this whole Rob Domofsky thing. That what stuff Rob Domofsky had uh, from ESPN in regards to the Packers potentially not being able to possibly make a trade for one Stefan Gilmore. I find this hard to believe, but I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, Plucker, do you have the Rob Domovsky stuff?
0: Yeah, uh, so Domovsky said that the Packers have been exploring something with Stefan Gilmore for a while. It didn't work because of it, did, it had nothing to do with trade compensation, but rather the Packers not being able to absorb the remaining portion of his base salary on this year's cap.
4: So then the numbers that everybody has is wrong. So that means they have less than like $5.8 uh, million left because everybody's number on this is over right. $7 million, and now we're saying that we don't have $7 million. I, I So where don't did know.
0: all the money go magically? I don't know. Maybe they already signed uh, Rasul Douglas.
4: Right. <laughs> You're right. That very well could be I, why they didn't have the money, because they already had that dude's contract mm, done.
0: I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, oh, Gilmore, God, help
4: everybody if that's the Gilmore
0: reason. wanted a massive new deal to go along with any trade. At first, uh, even when he backed off that demand, the Patriots were having trouble finding a trade partner. At one point, it became smart for New England to get it out there that the Packers were going to sign him if no one traded, which likely prompted the Panthers to get involved. The only reason the Packers... Or the only way the Packers could have gotten Gilmore, according to Domovsky, is signing him after the P- Patriots released him.
4: Tell me why. Somebody explain to me why that is. I, I, some, somebody find me a salary cap guy. Did Ken Ingles uh, tweet about why that is? Because I, I don't understand. What in the world does it matter so you're saying they would have signed him for a cheaper amount then, right? So his number would have went. So instead of getting him for five points some million dollars, you could have signed him for $2 million. That's, Precisely. That's, yeah. that's the reason why they could do it. Right. I, just, I don't With all due respect, as Leroy Butler always says, if you want somebody, you'll figure it out. And if they'd been working on this deal for some time to try and get him out of New England to Green Bay, how many players did you go to looking to do something? And I know. You've moved all this money. You're screwed next year. I get it. So what does it matter at this point? If you could have extended Devontae into the future, you would have freed up a whole bunch of money this year in order to get this deal done by simply extending Devontae Adams and giving the man what he wants. But instead, you're screwing around. I I firmly don't think they they have any intention of bringing Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers back after this year. I really don't. I, I don't think there's any intention whatsoever. And if that's the case... All the more reason you should have figured out a way to get this deal done. You couldn't have. I'd have to look and see who you could have just flat out cut to save money uh, at this point in order to make that work. There has, I just, I don't believe there's no way of making that work. I guess that's, that's my problem here. That That's what I don't understand. And I'm not, I'm not grasping or getting because the number was over 7 million. That's what's been out there by everybody that they had in cap space. The number that you're going to absorb from him is short of six million. What am I missing here on the math? Th- that's what I don't understand, and that's why I'm not a salary cap expert like uh, a Ken Ingles or some of the beat writers like Rob Demosky that that you know are all up to date and with all the contract numbers and all that stuff. But either way, uh, Rami Mikhailov, uh coming up next. He'll tell us what's coming up on the Rami Show. Uh, At 3 o'clock, I would have to imagine he'll be talking more about this whole Stephon Gilmore not being a member of the Green Bay Packers. He's straight ahead here on 1250 AM. The Fan of Sparky's Midday Madness live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan this segment brought to you by Jim Dandy's, South 27th Street, Oak Creek. Cheer on the green and gold Sunday at noon. Free food at halftime and free touchdown shots. Plus the best fish fry in town and nightly specials. Follow them on Facebook. That's Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street. New ownership remodeled inside. New food, better food, new menu, better menu. All that at Jim Dandy's. Again, follow them on Facebook. Jim Dandy's, South 27th Street uh, in Oak Creek. Roman Makloff is in the house, and uh, he has his show coming up here in about 10 minutes. Uh, looking forward uh, to hearing what's coming up uh, on the show. Before we get to that, mm-hmm. uh, since you're here, we you and I can have a, a, a quick conversation. Sure. Did you or were you able to... Uh, watch any of the Bucks game to hear Lisa Byington, uh, who was on your show in her first uh, appearance as a play-by-play person. I have to admit, I did not. Did not. I, Were I did you able not. to listen to the Bucks game on the radio uh, and hear uh, Gabe Knightzel and Eric Name do their first uh, radio broadcast? must admit, no, I did not. You're killing me. Well, I can't have a conversation with you. Then I'll have a conversation <laughs> with myself. We're going to get to this on the big show, but the, the <laughs> Stefan Gilmore thing... Pretty much wiped out our Brewers topic, wiped out our discussion about the Bucks, wiped out the Urban Meyer Jacksonville discussion Roy wanted to have. Like it wiped out everything because that story was developing through our show for four sure. hours. so We never got to. Um, I will say, uh I- I've heard uh Lisa Nighton before. She's very good. Like I you didn't have to sell me that, that was a good hire. I, I thought that was a-, a really good hire. And working with Marcus uh will make things even easier for her because he's just a good dude. Uh, and very good at what he does. And adds that element of a true Bucks fan being on the broadcast. She's not. She just got here. So over the course of two, three, four, five years, if she's here that long, then, you know, she'll be able to get back into that. All I ask is, I don't want this to be a national broadcast call. Like, I want you to call it like you're faking it or whatever, but act like you care about who's signing your checks and kind of root for this team and not get excited when the other team does something. That's all I ask. That's all I ever ask. Real nice and simple, regardless of whose team it is that we're talking about. Brewers, Bucks, Packers, Badgers, Marquette, whatever. I want it to call that way. That's my own preference. Others, I know, disagree with me, want it straight down the middle. I don't like that when I'm rooting for my I like a home my... call, but there are exceptions. I want a home call.
5: There are exceptions.
4: Hawk Harrelson was awesome. Him and Tom Petrarch for the White Sox. I wasn't a White Sox fan. They referenced the other guys. The other team is the bad guys. Loved it. Root for your team. Yeah. Uh, when Pat Hughes and Ron Santo, amazing. Brant Brown drops that ball at Miller Park, and Santo's like, oh, my God, oh, no. That was amazing. It was the best call ever. Like, That's, that's what I want. I want somebody that's going to feel my pain and agony with me, somebody that's going to celebrate with me. That's what I want. I don't want some national call. So that's first things first. She's very good. Now, the radio thing I went off about yesterday on this show being a train wreck and but they hired somebody after you went off. Same thing that happened when they hired Lisa Minchin. Went off earlier that day and then that press release came out later that afternoon. See how much power you had? How funny that is. Either way. So, wasn't really all that sure how this was going to work. So, they hire a guy from West Virginia uh, who served his dues, uh been uh, all over uh who's at Vermont, was at West Virginia. Uh, I went back and I listened to some stuff that I could find of his audio-wise. I think he's a solid hire. Seems seems good. Uh, so we'll see how he goes. I still am interested in knowing, will he have an analyst with him? You know, Ted Davis had Dennis Krause Romney, uh, for home games and then had nobody on the road. So is this dude going to fly solo, home and away? Is he going to fly solo just away like Ted and they're going to give him somebody with him? Are they going to give him Dennis Krause like Ted had? Or are they going to bring somebody else in outside of Dennis Krause? Because
5: I don't have the answers. These
4: are all that. questions okay. that we need answers to. All we right. don't know yet. Um, so we know that uh and Name, you know, isn't a long-term thing. Short term thing. Either way, I was excited for Eric Name. I'm sure, maybe sure. you were too. Yeah, I sent
5: him a text yesterday. Morning.
4: Everybody on our staff loves Eric. Love that dude. Um, old former intern here at the fan. So big, 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 big fans of Eric Name. So I tuned in. I wanted to hear what it was gonna sound like. <laughs> we're good, man. They were. First Bucks game they'd ever called, obviously. I'm sure there was nerves um, in play and they were nervous, but it didn't really come across the air that they yeah. were nervous all that much. I-, I thought they did really good. There was a moment or two early on where Nigel stopped talking and I think might have been waiting for Eric and then there was a little dead air and then Nigel just picked it up back up and kept going. But as the first quarter went on, they found that rhythm together. That'll I, happen. I thought it was really good. Yeah, good. I I thought they did pretty good. So congratulations to those guys. I thought they sounded good. Uh, Lisa sounded watching, good on you TV as well. Were you watching more
5: for the announcers, or were you actually watching preseason basketball? Because well, I,
4: listening specifically on the radio for watching and listening, I right? Say. Listening yeah. specifically for them. Okay. Because um, none of those. I mean, Brook Lopez played, but outside of that, really nobody else played. Yeah. Pat Connaughton, whatever. But I like Mamu. So. If Mamu's playing, I'm in. I'm gonna okay. watch All that. Right. That dude's you know, Mamu is my CTV for I love you? Mamu, okay. man. Okay, I'll tell you when you watch Mamu, you're gonna be like, "Mam is probably on something." I know. I, like I the, don't know if he'll even make the roster. The he may end up league. in. He may end up in the G League. I don't. Know. He's, He's a two A player. So fun may, name too. Yeah, don't ask me to pronounce the last name. But Mamu, I can no go. No point.
5: Why would we need to pronounce the last name?
4: Same thing I said about Giannis.
5: Now, look, same thing people say about me all the time. Same That's thing I s- said about Luke That's why Richard. Why it's a Rami show.
4: Wh- when Bob Mute got drafted, I said, I'll worry about his last name if he makes the team. It was a second round draft pick. Uh, he made the team, he and played for team. quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. Did so. you say the same thing about Giannis? In fact, you know what? Fra- yeah, I did. Frank Madden, um, he just put out, if you follow Frank Madden on Twitter, locked on Bucks coverage, he put out a pronunciation guide for all the hard names this year just a few minutes oh, ago. Oh, good. So I, I retweeted from the Big Show Network, favored it, because I'll need it myself, I'm sure, throughout the year. Uh, okay, so, Robbie Makhlouf, what is coming up on today's show? Uh, it's not going to be Bucks exhibition game talk. You just said you didn't watch it, so we're not talking about that. No, we're not talking about okay. that. Okay. My we're, day is
5: off to a bad start. Bad oh, start. I've
4: had a really good day outside really? of the Packers screwing up everything.
5: I was uh, giving the dog a treat before I left the house, you know? Just uh, give just I tossed him a treat.
4: And now, it, I want you to know, uh-huh. before you move on, Yeah, I... Did not bring up anything bad. You brought up that there was bad stuff and are willing to talk about it. Yeah. No, so wherever fine. this is going.
5: So I threw the treat on the ground and it bounced and went under the couch. I didn't want him to be trying to get that from out under the couch the whole time.
4: You scratched the wood floors. No,
5: I had my backpack on already. I was ready to walk out the door and uh, my bottle wasn't closed all the way, so I bent down. To get the treat from under the couch, and the bottle it just poured water all up my back, and I didn't have time to change. So I'm starting, it's just water. I'm starting the show with a water. And then it dry, it's, no, dude. Like it was like a lot of water, like the back oh. the back of my shirt. Well. You want me to go, go buy a The pressing your shirt?
0: question is, though, did it get on
4: your socks?
5: No, no, not oh, on the socks. Thank the Lord. You want no. me to go Let buy a t shirt? No, it's fine.
4: I'm, fine. I'm gonna go to the store and get a light bulb for my are lamp you? in my office. No, I'm good. I'm good. They're real. Genius, like it's just really like Five annoying. buck T-shirt. You know what I mean,
5: like, yeah. a wet, wet shirt. Like now I have to start the show yeah. with a wet shirt. You're clearly distracted because you
4: you're talking about it on the radio. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like
5: it. The whole drive over, it was. It's wet and it's cold and it's like stuck to my back. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. A good, it's not a good way to start off the. Afternoon. I'm sorry. You got something over there, Dan? Oh no, I'm I'm just just laughing. laughing I heard your Uh, mic. See
0: the 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 wet socks though, that lasts like the whole day. Yeah,
5: because it's inside the shoe, right? And also it's right up against the skin of the foot, so there is no. So that's why I had to. And dry out the shirt. The shirt will dry out probably probably by the four o'clock hour. The shirt will be dry, but the three o'clock hour, I'm going to be annoyed. I'm going to be annoyed.
4: <laughs> well, you're not sitting down on this chair. You'll just have to stand up.
5: I'm going to be in a bad mood. Yeah, is this what's going to happen for the first well, hour. Good, because I'm in a bad mood now show. after the Gilmore trade. So that means <laughs> we're even. Wait, Gilmore got traded? Yes, I did not see this. What, you what, don't even know? No, what, what have happened? You been doing for the last I'm twenty-four hours, working out and taking a shot. I know he got. I I saw the news this morning that they were going to cut him or try to work out a trade before they cut him. Okay. What? Who did
4: he get traded to? That's, hold oh, on, I missed. I'll this? tell the whole story again. So since you need the whole story, just tell me who you got traded to. I don't need the whole story. You need the whole story. You always
5: give superfluous information and make things take too long. Just tell who did he get traded to? Just answer
4: the question. The Panthers. Okay, for what? A 2023 sixth round pick. That's it. The Packers did not make an offer. What? Nobody made an offer outside of the Panthers. What happened to the Greg Bedard report? Oh, so you do know something. I do know that. That's what I was gonna go over. Yes. He's, Bedard, I just played it, Bedard, we had him on the big show, I just played it back here just uh, a few minutes ago. Bedard said uh, that they did not make an offer, and to his knowledge, only the Carolina Panthers made an offer. A sixth round pick. In 2023. For for Two Stephon years. Gilmore. Right, and when that happened, I was livid, as you could well imagine, and we're all like, well, maybe they're going to give him a huge contract when extension. Maybe they're going to give him a huge contract. 12 o'clock. So three hours that ago. That can't
5: be possible. Three hours ago. That's not possible. Yes.
4: It was like 1206 06, was it Plucker? 12 10? Because it was right at the start of the yeah, 12 like o'clock the Twelve hours. ten. Yeah, because immediate reaction, because Plucker broke workout, in with it. It was,
5: it was Arms Day.
4: So then See those? it's like, well, maybe they're maybe they're gonna give them a big extension. That's why the Packers wouldn't do it, because they're screwed on the cap. But Darn comes on to us, no extension. But they're just gonna have them for the rest of the year. Week seven on. That's all. Now, he wanted he was good with going to Carolina because he played in South Carolina mm-hmm. and all of that, and they're apparently building a training facility in the town where he's from, so he's good going there for the rest of the year. But several Packer players reached out to him to tell him to come to Green Bay. He wanted to come to Green Bay, but Dard, right before this trade happened, like, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 minutes before this trade was announced, Pelissero broke it. Before it was announced, Bedard goes, it looks like, according to my sources, there's going to be no trade, he'll be released, and he will sign with the Green Bay Packers. That was Bedard's last report. And then 10, 15 minutes later, whatever it is, Palacero goes, he's been traded to the Panthers for a sixth-round pick in 2023. Bedard said it's the only, only offer they had. Wow. All right.
5: Thanks for filling me in. Thanks for catching me up.
4: So like, apparently your show's not about Gilmore if you didn't even know about that. No. So I mean, we
5: were going to talk about it. I mean, we'll still talk about it at some point in the show. But there's no, lots of anger be. out there about this.
4: Uh, go ahead. What, what, what
5: are we going to talk about on the show this afternoon? Steve Sparky fight. Did you read Tom Silverstein's piece about the Packers and how they've gotten to three and one in no. an unlikely fashion? So I want to know is this is this three and one is this Packers three and one start fool's gold? No. No. Okay.
4: What? Right.
5: What is it? Is it fool's gold?
4: No. Why would it be fool's gold? They've done it without Bakhtiari, without Elton Jenkins, with Rodgers and that team playing horrible in week one. Otherwise, if they played like they would have played the other three weeks, they'd be 4-0 right now, but they're full of themselves apparently. I'll stop. Fool's gold. No. Okay. Tell me when they lose next. Not Cincinnati, not Chicago, not Cincinnati Washington. Might present some challenges. Yes, more challenges than Pittsburgh for sure. It'll be, it should be a close they game. They have a uh, what do you call him? Joe Burrow's good. They have yeah. a quarterback. They got some good wide receivers too. Yeah. Higgins, Chase. Yeah, they got a good team. We got I like uh, Tim Dillard
5: coming up at three oh, thirty. Must listen to Talk radio. Talk Brewers Braves. We'll hear from David Stearns at three forty-five, four o'clock. And I think there's a poll going up asking this question. Who do you want to see get knocked out tonight, the Dodgers or the Cardinals? That's funny.
4: We did the same poll. Oh, did you? On uh, Big Show Network, who are you rooting for was our poll.
5: Oh, I want – Same who, thing. We're more negative. Who do you want to see get knocked out? That's surprising. Who do you want to see get knocked out, the Dodgers or the Cardinals? Cardinals. You want the Cardinals knocked out. I told you I want the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're – you're yeah, okay, okay. I don't think you really want either of
4: these teams. Oh, the Cardinals. Screw the Cardinals. they good beat. I don't care. Nick <sighs> Costos was just on earlier today. You better you bet. Uh, Odyssey was on Bart's show and said, listen, Brewers fans, you want the Cardinals to beat the Dodgers. You're rooting for the Cardinals tonight because they're not beating you. The Dodgers, you're going to have problems with. The Dodgers could beat the Brewers. He's like, right, Cardinals aren't beating the Brewers. They're not a better team than the Brewers. I agree a thousand percent. They're not beating the Brewers. The Dodgers will be a great series. I want the Dodgers. That's who I want. All right, Ryan
5: Wood, our Green Bay football insider, that dude on the Love Packers him. beat. He joins me at 415. Normally, he's 445, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be speaking at that time. Oh, so we'll hear from how mad do you think that
4: dude is right now about Stephon Gilmore not being a Packer? You don't think this will come up at the end of the year if they don't win a Super Bowl? So, Aaron, you want to come back? Let me take you back to October 6th. And let's recount what happened that day when you didn't get me, Stephon Gilmore. Furthermore, we still don't have news on Jerry Alexander, do we? we have any news on that? Because nothing. Uh, i was
5: nothing. just going to ask you that. floor is Stephon supposed to. Gilmore well, no. floor's going to talk today. All right.
4: So we still don't know that either. He's not at practice, though. Jenkins is there rehabbing. I got a bad feeling. Josh about Myers. That. You don't go and
5: get second and third opinions on good news. You know what I mean?
4: Do you know they signed a cornerback today after they didn't get Gilmore? Mm-mm. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on.
3: I mean, Let I, me get you this, too. I don't need nothing to know like this doing guy's your show prep
4: necessarily. With <laughs> nothing like doing show prep on the air with me. <laughs> It's always a good thing. I don't really need to know this guy's name, do I? I kind of like being this guy that kind of tells you all the bad stuff before it happens. It's not that bad. What is uh that dude's? Is it Z A C H? I'm sitting here telling you I don't need. There to know we go. And you're
5: still looking. For oh, it. I gotta tell okay. you about
4: this dude. This dude is amazing. They chose this dude over uh the Pro Bowl Hall. Six round Pro. pick. 2023. Instead, the Packers signed Rajul Douglas. Of course. He's played at least 400 snaps in each oh, of the Raj. last four seasons. Yeah, man. So he's, he's played. That's my guy. Played over 800 snaps last year in Carolina. Uh, but since 2019, he's allowed eight touchdowns with no interceptions. Quarterbacks, when throwing his way when he's covering somebody, have a passer rating over 100 when targeting anybody that Rajul Douglas Is covering. He's been sitting on the Cardinals practice squad this year to this point.
5: Yeah, that dude's not going to play a lot. I mean, he might if Jair Alexander's out for a while, but that's uh, all right.
4: You sign him instead of, again, going and getting a real football player, real good football player. (laughs) It's brilliant.
5: That's, that's not nice. It's the most Packer thing ever. <laughs> that's not nice to say about my guy Raj. Shut up. Say instead of a real football player, he's a real football he player. He is a real he's football a, he's player. He's in the NFL. He's just not a good one. That man is in the NFL. He's he worked just, his whole life to get there. Right. He's just
4: not very good. That's all. All right. Dying Aaron Rodgers. I can't wait. They are going to ask him about this. Well, sure I cannot you wait. You know where you're going to hear that? Right here on the Ramy Show. Oh, it's going to be good. And if there's
5: any news on Jair Alexander, you'll also hear that. You better not right tell right I better Ramy not show.
4: hear on this show today uh-huh. that Matt LaFleur said Jair Alexander will be out eight to ten weeks, but we've got Rajul Douglas and I mean, everything will be okay. No, I
5: don't think he'll say that, but the first part, that's, I think that's a real possibility, man. I think that's a real possibility going to be livid. You don't go looking for second and third opinions on good news. Right? Yeah. I said that too. Yeah. Dude.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: Right. I you've never got, got a sprained ankle. I was like, you know what? I better go get a I, second opinion You've on got it. a sprained ankle. Right. Nope.
4: I think it's broken. I'm going to go see somebody else. Yeah, no. And
5: especially not a football player. You no. tell them something good, they just run back out on the field. They're crazy. They're right. crazy people.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Wow. This is my 45 break coming up. That should be What? Low. It's okay. We'll good just come by, man. Breaks. All right, Robbie's coming up next. Have <laughs> a good one.